Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Critical race theory and the I Had a Dream speech, Martin Luther King's view, are absolutely, absolutely at opposites. They're at opposites. Both cannot exist. Martin Luther King promoting equality. An end to anti-black racism. Equity, properly understood, is an embrace of not so much civil rights laws as Marxism, communism. And so the language has changed. If you're promoting critical race theory, which is, at bottom, the promotion of anti-white racism, even if you're not white and you actually love America, you're obviously an anti-white racist between your ears, if not by skin color. But it is a horrific racist ideology. Racism used to be if you treat somebody who's different than you in a really hateful way and call them hateful things. The new racism is certain people cannot be racists and certain people are racist as a result of birth and skin color. That is totalitarianism. I'm sure Hitler himself would agree with that kind of thinking process, quite frankly. I'm just being honest. And that's the problem, isn't it? We need your ideas. We need your creativity. And we need to draw on the skills of all of our people. The nation's first African-American Secretary of Defense came to one of the nation's premier historically black colleges and universities to announce a historic opportunity for students. I got to try this to see if it works. H-U? You know? All right. All right. Howard University is leading a team of HBCUs, including Bowie State, to create Air Force research. Their official term, tactical autonomy. The Air Force explains it as artificial intelligence systems to give jet pilots and maintenance crews up to the second info on complicated flight systems and possible threats. We will make sure that every patriotic young coder, mathematician, and scientist who wants to serve that country, their country has that chance, and we'll face the future in the, in the time-tested American way, and with the power and the purpose of Howard University. $90 million will go to Howard University's new research team, the Air Force Secretary saying it helps right a historical wrong. And more than a third of African-American STEM PhD holders have earned their undergraduate degrees from an HBCU. But prior to today, at least, HBCUs received less than 0.5% of DOD research funding. America's Air Force may rely on the technologies developed at Howard University in the decades to come. All right. Hmm. Less than, what was it, 1.5? That last quote in in that clip has received grants. You know, when I um, 
listen to those clips, and particularly Mark Levine. Racism used to be how you um, treated people different than you. As and and as he as if racism and do me a favor, Daryl. Prepare Francis Cress Welsing's definition of racism. And somebody ought to send it to Mark Levine. Because Mark Levine doesn't know what he's talking about. Used to be the way you treated someone, in essence, who was uh, different. Man, you know, I, I hate to wake you up this morning, but that's what happened overnight while you were asleep. That's what was being said and taught overnight while you were asleep. That's why I always say to people, when uh, I crack this mic in the morning, people who uh, wake up and <clears throat> usually, what, what three types of folks I, I always talk about, right? Correct. And one of them is people wake up and ask, awoke, <laughs> and, and ask, what the hell just happened? while I was asleep. And that's what happened. I mean, that's what happened over on on his uh, platform. Wow. So for Mark Levine's um, and, and Santos, not Santos, uh, the Santos, the governor, Santos and Santos, aren't, isn't that interesting how close they are together? But anyway, Santos, the governor of Florida, and everyone else who thinks the way they think. Let me give you, right now, whatever you're doing, get ready. Put on your, put on your listening ears. Let me give you a very intelligent, clear definition of racism. Go ahead, Daryl. My definition of racism is as follows. Racism, white supremacy, is the local and global power system and dynamic structured and maintained by persons who classify themselves as white, whether consciously or subconsciously determined, which consists of patterns of perception, logic, symbol formation, thought, speech, action, and emotional response as conducted simultaneously in all areas of people activity, economics, education, entertainment, labor, law, politics, religion, sex, and war for the ultimate purpose of white genetic survival and to prevent white genetic annihilation on planet Earth. 
a planet upon which the vast and overwhelming majority of people are classified as non-white, meaning black, brown, red, and yellow, by white-skinned people, and all of the non-white people are genetically dominant in terms of skin coloration compared to the genetic recessive white-skinned people. So that's my definition of racism, white supremacy. Do you get it? Most people have not heard that definition. And one of the things that stands out is it can be conscious or subconscious. Now, let me also refer to Secretary of Defense Austin's announcement yesterday at Howard University. And how that announcement counters racism and I'll use the the point that I've always made and this is came really from Dr. Martin Luther King, Mark Levine. I mean, that's why I just, I, I mean, I, I'm just just sick and tired of him trying to um, redefine Dr. King, as so many people do. In a uh, Playboy interview decades ago, Dr. King was asked, How do you define integration? And his response, and I'm paraphrasing, and you can look it up, but I always remembered it. His response was that integration is the sharing of power, resources, and responsibility. So when let me repeat that. Power, resources, and responsibility. People, and, and if you couple that with what you just heard from Francis Welsing, one of the fears that people who practice racism is self-annihilation. That has always been the, uh, the case. The antidote, so, so what do you, what is it that you, if you end racism, what, are you fighting, what are you trying to integrate? Power. Secretary of Defense Austin was able to do what he did because he had the power to do it. 
I pause for effect. When, when at, at Howard, I'm the Secretary of Defense. I can do this, and that and that. So that's power. Resources. What was it? Um, how many? Let's see. The new partnership includes ninety million dollars, up to twelve million annually in support to Howard University's new research team. And then, (laughs) this is what's so great. What was the racism? How was racism practiced before somebody with the power to correct it ended up integrating the position? Well, I find it in this paragraph. HBCUs graduated 30% of African-American STEM professionals, science and technology, and more than a third of African-American STEM PhD holders, now get this, have earned their undergraduate degree from an HBCU, which means that they were educated well enough to go on and apply for an advanced degree, and not only apply, but be accepted and do what? Earn that advanced degree. But prior to yesterday, Prior to yesterday, HBCUs received, are you ready for this? Less than 0.5% of Department of Defense research funding. Why? Why? Because Mark Levine, excuse me, that was what, how people, let me put it this way, that was institutional racism. That's what it was, all of these decades, that's exactly what it was. This just didn't happen overnight. You don't get these kinds of graduate numbers and advanced degree numbers overnight. And, he, and somebody who had the power to share the resources, hello, there's that definition, said, we're going we're gonna, to we're, we're gonna correct it. We're going to correct it. And we're going to recognize the talent, the expertise, and the potential. Let me repeat. We're going to recognize that. Those three things. And reward HBCUs with the resources, 10 to $12 million annually, that they should have been getting all along. 
Then there's the third component. Power, resources, and here's the third, responsibility. There have been black folk and our white allies that have had the power and the resources to distribute, but would not, for whatever reason, accept the responsibility would not accept the responsibility of sharing those resources for various reasons. So let me make this very clear. Integration isn't about who I live next door to. Integration is about I have the power, I have the resources, I have the money, down payment, whatever, for a mortgage. And I have the right to choose where I want to live. Integration of, of schools. Little Rock, Arkansas. The Little Rock Nine. What It wasn't about whether nine black children would sit next to a, a white child in a chemistry lab. No, it was the fact that the black school didn't have a chemistry lab or a a basketball game at a gymnasium. It was the fact that the black school didn't have a a gymnasium or a football field or a library. So what did they integrate? Resources. Resources. And then you go from resources to, well, you know, we're not going to stop there. We got to elect people who have the power to distribute those resources. Hello, Secretary of Defense. I have the power. That's, let me tell you, that's, I have the power. As the first black Secretary of Defense to distribute those resources that haven't been distributed to institutions that are just as qualified as white institutions. Thank you, Secretary of Defense Austin. That's integration, baby. Power, resources, and responsibility. That's what we're talking about, Mark Levine. And as Francis Welsing points out, that's his big that's Mark Levine's biggest fear. That's his biggest fear. You can listen to yours truly, Madison the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.